0: Hey, community, and welcome to Tradio episode one for 2022. We said we weren't going to do it, but we're back, baby. You couldn't keep us away, and we're going to be bigger and better than ever. I am Dog, and I am joined by two of the best newsbreakers in the business. Patch. Hello. Everything from the northern suburbs of Victoria coming out of your ears, eyes, and mouth.
1: Yep. Yep indeed. Um I can confirm as the person here that has listened to absolutely no trade radio that I will be the best trade radio correspondent you could possibly ask for untainted by any awful opinions and also an idiot. So um happy to be here. How are you? How are you, like, dog?
0: You know me. I every year at this time of year I say it's time to retire and then I'm back doing trade content and I say I'm not going to get upset this year about it, but I'm upset already, baby.
1: How many times have you cried in the corner about the the state of the AFL's list management today? Yes. (laughs) Very good.
0: And our man out west, the guy with his eye on the, I guess it's the west, Damo, how are you? Leckdog, I am good. Gentlemen, we are brought to you. Tradio has a sponsor. It has a damn sponsor. That damn sponsor is our very good friends over at Manscaped.com. Gentlemen, all men strive for gold in their life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything, gold podcasts. However, there is a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless, winning machine, and when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right, manscaped would like to announce that their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle, the Platinum Package 4.0, is now available in Australia. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code JOCK. That's code J-O-C-K. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene r- routine. With Elite Products, inside the Platinum Package, you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Body Watch, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, Ultra Premium Deodorant Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxes, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. So... Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JOCK, J-O-C-K, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code J-O-C-K. JOCK, it's time you enjoyed the finer things in life and get yourself a platinum package for your platinum package on board for all of Tradio is Manscaped. Gentlemen, I'm very excited for this, very excited to have him on the board. I'm very excited to talk to you about footy. First of all, before we get into all the nuts and bolts of it, how are you vibing this trade period already? It hasn't even started yet. The footy's still going. And how do you think it's going to be in comparison to the last few years? Patch, what's your vibe?
1: There is a vibe. Over to you. <laughs> Back to you in the studio, LecDoc.
0: <laughs> so, Lebo, before I get your your opinion on it, I just want to point out to everyone at- you, ha- Patch, am I correct in saying you've never listened to one minute of our rivals?
1: Correct. Radio. Correct. I've never, never, never bitten it.
0: I am so envious of you. Damo, you and I are much more, uh, uh, I'm not going to say more invested, probably more psychotic in how we use our time in regards to the player movement period in the AFL. How are you feeling ahead of this one?
2: It feels like every player that's out of contract is linked to another club, even if true or not.
0: <laughs> it literally is. And not even the ones that are in contract, the ones that are going to be free agents next year, all linked to new clubs. Everyone wants there to be movement. Everyone wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to read about it.
1: I actually I actually don't want there to be movement, just for the record. <laughs> I'd like it not a single trade. Nothing. <laughs>
0: Well, that was effectively the last few years. There wasn't that many trades over the last few years.
1: And it was great. It was so nice. Wonderful. Continue it, please.
0: Well, unfortunately, it doesn't feel like it's going to be that way this year. Now, demo. we're going to start off things by talking about all the moves we know at this stage are going to happen. So all of the nominations, all of the trade requests we have to date, confirmed, Came out of the voices of the people talk- who are involved in it. Where do we start, Demo?
2: Carl Amon is a free agent and he is nominated the Hawks. So as soon as the period opens, he will likely move from Port Adelaide to Hawthorne. Um, what does he do for Hawthorne and is he supercoach relevant at
0: Hawthorne? My personal quick summary of it I think it's going to be a lot more of the same. You wouldn't say he's been super coach relevant to date. I don't see him being super coach relevant uh, moving forward outside of your drafts, unless, Patch, you think potentially they're using him in a different role, but I would argue they're not going to do that.
1: I I would argue the same. I mean, preseason watching it, sure, but at this stage I wouldn't be making any plans around Carl Amon in your side unless you've got keep a keeper league and you, you're invested in where the Hawks are going. Nah, nah. nah.
0: Demo, what else have we had happen so far in this?
2: Isaac Rankin has requested a trade to the Adelaide Crows from Gold Coast. Um, this is one that was buzzing around for a few years, to be honest, but now he's out of contract. The Crows have swooped in and he's accepted their offer and has requested a trade. This will. This is a trade that will probably take Adelaide's first pick away from them too.
0: Yeah, well it they yes. I imagine talking to Barron, they'll try and trade it down, split it, you name it, move those picks on. But yes, this one's gonna drag out, I reckon. Supercoach, I don't think there's any relevance. I think he's gonna continue to be a small forward that they say is gonna play midfield time. But I think very good for Adelaide because guess what? Getting good, talented players into your team, particularly when you're not fantastic patch, I think is a good thing.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, AKED. Slow down. AK. Slow down. <laughs> go back go back to the part where you said good players. I'm not quite following what you mean by having them on a list. I don't...
0: Well, if this is your first time listening, Patch, you are an Essendon supporter, so I can understand the confusion.
1: Very confusing. Um, I'm interested as to if that pushes like a Josh Shelley up the field, but yeah, he's, he's not going to be a uh, a fantasy option for us at this stage.
0: Damian, what else have we had in by way of trade requests at this stage?
2: Patch, you were telling us that Aaron Francis has requested a trade elsewhere.
1: Yes, I haven't seen a location attached to that request, and um, only saw a screenshot of a tweet. About Away from Tullamarine. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, he's not re- requesting a trade into like Tullamarine, like the Essendon backline now, is he? Because he's done that for a few years, and we have refused to play him in the position that he's good at playing in. So he's trying to find that position somewhere else and good on him.
0: Agreed. I think I think I think that's reasonable. Damo, we had two requests, trade requests come through today that were public, both to the Richmond Football Club, both from the GWS Football Club. We did, but before
2: we move too far away from the Isaac Rankin request, you said he's not going to be a super coach relevant. Between Correct. rounds 8 and 16, he scored 94, 93, 89, 88, 102, 101, 95, and
0: 110. Uh yes, Damo, but you're forgetting one thing. That that would have been the period he was negotiating moving to Adelaide, so he would have been playing to impress. I dare say his scoring will regress to the mean he also s-
2: also scored eighty eight in round one and an eighty four in round twenty.
0: It doesn't scream. It just doesn't scream. Supercoach relevance to me. It's they're solid scores. Uh, he might be one of those mid season pods you pick up, but certainly I don't think. Uh, I don't think people. I don't think just because you move a club. I actually did the maths on this one year, but uh, unless you're a ruckman, moving club doesn't really see much in terms of a boost in in super coach scoring for the most part.
2: Anyway, from one expansion club to the other, Jacob Hopper and Tim Taranto have both requested trades to
1: Richmond today.
0: Yes. And as and... I tweeted earlier demo.
1: Yeah, how are they going to fit them in the salary cap? They've got I'm... but it's like it's so much money like how are you going to bring them in? How do they have and, that um... the space for that? And Jack Rewalt and Dustin Martin and Shea Bolt. Like it doesn't make any sense. They're going to have to break the rules, Lek Dog.
0: You're really trying to upset me early in this podcast, aren't you? I guess what? Is it working? They're going to sign deals that they agree with for a set amount that they agree with, and to fit that into the salary cap, what they'll do is they'll give it to the AFL. The AFL will say, yes, this fits into the salary cap. Or if it doesn't fit in the salary cap, what they'll do is they'll move the numbers around and fit it into another year. Because guess what, everyone? They fit their lists into the salary cap for the most
1: part. Except that time Carlton didn't.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and that that still happens. It's just uh, much much more careful these days.
2: And you'd probably think very hard about starting at, l- at least one of these guys next year in Supercoach, especially Taranto if he if he keeps his um, forward eligibility.
0: Yeah, for me, I think Taranto's probably the pick of the two. I think Hopper Hoppers a probably hindered by the fact that he's a little bit more of a utility so he can play in multiple positions and flexibility doesn't necessarily mean great super coach scoring he's also got some concerns over the body but taranto i think is going to be a very popular selection and i'm just thinking like i don't think i would have started a, a richmond player oh Jaden short i guess is the only one but other than that yeah tim Toronto's uh going to entice me into a richmond area that i might not have looked previously batch
1: yeah richmond bore me both from a supercoach standpoint and a general football standpoint, i no, I as you said, I can't remember the last time I started a Richmond player, and the last time I bought one in, it was Jaden Short, and he was terrible after I bought him in, and then kind of improved a bit, and was then terrible again. So, honestly, it hasn't been the same since Deledio left, and I don't intend to go back in a hurry.
0: Well, geez, Deledio, God, don't you miss him <sighs> every day? So, if we had any other confirmed off-season moves yet. We know there's plenty that we think will happen, but not sure if we have any confirmed ones.
2: Depends who you ask. 7 News Adelaide is reporting that Junior Rioli has requested a trade to Port Adelaide. 7 News Perth has reported that he is yet to request a trade. But in the interview with 7 News Adelaide, Junior Rioli says, hopefully when they ask him if he's hope if he wants to get to Port Adelaide for next season.
0: So that sounds like a man who is going to end up getting to Port Adelaide. I don't think we need to dive into all the different rumors because as you said, Damo, uh, there have been about 750 players which is more than are in the AFL linked to other clubs this year. So I think yeah. what we can do
2: And it also depends on which state is reporting about which player, what the sort of news that's coming out as well, especially um, the West Australian players being reported on by reporters in Victoria and Adelaide.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, it's going to be very interesting when we, uh, as this progresses throughout the season or throughout the off season, uh, when Patch and I bring stuff to the table and you do and, uh, they're going to be different stories. It's going to be very interesting to watch.
1: I can't believe Damo would insinuate that Victorians don't know everything there is to know about the greatest Victorian game and to have ever existed. So,
0: Yeah. Well, if, if WA and SA were so important, why aren't they not in the VFL competition with Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria?
1: Hmm? Exactly. Exactly. Think
0: about it.
2: Because WA and South Australia have stable state leagues. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair yeah, enough. Yeah, we'll uh, allow it. We'll let's it. jump now into, I just want to take a quick look at the retirements, delistings, and confirm moves to date. I don't think there's going to be a heap of super coach relevance here for us, but there might be some football relevance. Uh, we'll just quickly run through these team by team for what's been confirmed. Firstly, I'll do Carlton. Will Hayes delisted after just having that six month mid season draft deal. Oscar McDonald, delisted with that chronic back injury. Jack Nunes was one surprised me. Mr. Utility, Mr. Versatility, delisted. Luke Parks, delisted. Tom Williamson, delisted midway through the year he's playing for North's VFL team. And Liam Stocker, arguably, surprisingly, delisted. Um, a lot of Carlton fans are losing their damn mind about Liam Stocker. Apparently today, Adrian Dodoro met with him and uh, there's potential for him to go to the Essendon Football Club. And if that was the case, if he did find a home and we saw him lining up come round one next year, I think there's potential to have some super, super coach relevance just due to a, a relatively cheap price.
1: Yes.
2: Depends, depends what role he plays at Essendon. They need a big-bodied midfielder within their ranks, so... If he does step into the Essendon midfield, he could be in for some uh, nice scoring, but uh, also depends who ends up coaching that club as well.
0: Yes, Patch, who is going to coach that club? Yes. <laughs> Collingwood yes. Football Club have only had one list change. Obviously, they're still in the season. Jordan had retired. Patch, we've had a few... The listings mm. and retirements at Essendon. I don't know if you have that list in front of you. I
1: do. I do. Anthony McDonald and Woody obviously called time midway through the season. Uh, Michael Hurley and Devon Smith as well. Uh, one beloved and one um, not beloved. Um, they're both called it quits um, as well. Um, and then three delistings: uh, Garrett McDonough, uh, Tom Cutler, and pour one out for Tom Hurd, the uh, the son of a gun who just couldn't quite get there.
0: Well, he obviously wanted to get out so he didn't have to play under his dad as coach, right?
1: Uh, Well, either that or James Heard was going to come back and they delisted Tom and he's like, well, no, if I can't do father-son, then I'm not interested.
0: Either way, terrible, terrible outcomes for all. Damo, only the one list move for Fremantle so far and that's obviously the great man, the oldest man. I've ever oh. seen on a football field. Don't know if that's true or not. No, you've Feels seen like
1: Dustin, it. You've seen Dustin Fletcher on a football field.
0: Yeah, very I saw him tackle Jeff Gartlett in the game winning tackle. Anyway. God bless you. Samo, David Mundy's retiring. David Mundy
2: is retiring. A great career. Um, we regale him for being someone who can who who kicks goals after the siren, but in reality
0: he only ever did it once. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like Robbie Gray. I think he only did it once, maybe twice. It's it's an interesting little... Uh, not many goals get kicked off at this high
1: Yeah. Like, how many players would have, like, more than one, really? Not many. Um, and you only got to do it once, and you get remembered forever, and you don't have to buy a beer at a pub ever again. So, good on him, I say.
0: Jack Nunes. Jack Nunes, baby. Exactly
2: no list changes at Geelong or Gold Coast Matt De has retired at the Giants obviously no list moves there with Adam Kingsley named as coach and still working out what he wants to do with that list but it sounds like they may not have to delist any more players yeah, with, that's a with, good point um, with all the players that at could hashtag be exodus
1: now. get them out of there at the Hawks um, Ben McAvoy big boy has called time at the 252 games Liam Shields has also quietly called it quits um, and then they did some delistings. They did a, a cheeky little delisting. Tom Phillips, Daniel Howe, Connor Downey, remember him, and a Jackson Callow, um, all parting ways with the club in the offseason.
0: Uh, Poor Connor Downey. Fifty percent of his career games were as the sub. For those playing at home, one of two. Uh, it, there is some voice of significance here. Obviously, McAvoy missed a lot of time this year, but I'm interested to see that final ruck lineup heading into next year. Uh, Kyle Hardigan comes out. Oh, true. Opens yep. up a spot potentially for a key position defender. Not super, super coach relevant, but between Shields, Phillips, and How, there should be some games to go around to some of the the younger Hawks or the Hawks that they're bringing in, in the likes of uh, um, Carl Amon. And you know, there's plenty of other rumours about who's going there. Yeah, definitely yeah. a team to watch for mine. Melbourne, Magic Door retired. North Melbourne have made some list moves already. Kyron Hayden delisted. Tom Lynch who effectively had retired last year. Retired. Matt McGuinness and Patrick Walker both delisted. Not too much Supercoach relevancy there. For Port Adelaide, Robbie Bloody Grey speaking of players who kick goals after Siren retired. Sam Mays delisted. Stephen Motlop retired. Taj Schofield and Sam Skinner both delisted as well. So they're always interesting when you look at their tall stocks. We can look at that close to the start of the season. Richmond have had a few moves, Damo.
2: They have had a few moves. Josh Caddy retired. I forgot he existed. Shane Edwards has retired. Kane Lambert has retired. And Matthew Parker, it says delisted, but I think he actually quit the club.
1: Yeah, it was I think it was a mutual thing. I think he wanted to head back home from memory.
0: And I think there's still scope for him. Assuming he's uh, interested playing some, playing for one of the the two WA clubs, I think that's not a totally unrealistic. And I think, chance. Bo-
2: and I think both clubs would be interested in in some way.
0: Mm, probably on a on a rookie deal or something like that. St Kilda, there's plenty of rumours mm. around this club patch.
1: Oh, we love rumours about St Kilda because they're fun to dunk on, despite them. You know, they're they're bottom of the chain. Only won a one premiership, but. It's still somehow enjoyable to punch down on St Kilda. They've had an absolute champion of the game retire, one of the best we've seen in the last little while and was a super coach, starter for quite a little while. Um, I'm, of course, talking about Paddy Ryder, um, wonderful not, player. Not Jaron Geary. Uh, wonderful <laughs> player. Um, and then they've had some spuds in Dan Hanabry and Jaron Geary, uh, both call it quits as well. Um, Shout no, out Hannabry.
0: to Mato, Jaron Geary. We know he gave his heart. He's not a spud.
1: No, no, we, from a Supercoach perspective, Geary was never all that good, but Geary was heart and soul. Dan Hanabry was a stud um, and then just couldn't get his body right, which is sad. Dean Kent, speaking of players that I didn't remember existed, uh, was given his 100th game as the sub in the last round. Hooray. Yay. And D'Ach. Uh, D'Ach. For one um, last time. One last time. Pour one out. Pour out a Guinness for da.
0: Over at Sydney, Josh Kennedy, Colin O'Riordan and Callum Sinclair all retire. Josh Kennedy obviously missed a chunk of time this year, but we know that there's going to be a spot, uh, a permanent spot opening up in this Sydney side moving forward.
1: But but it says Josh Kennedy retired from West Coast. How does that work, Doug? We're
0: all out of Josh Kennedys. We're all out of Josh Kennedy license plates. All right. Well, that's all the confirmed moves so far, gentlemen. And obviously, that part will get shorter in every successive podcast because there will be less teams to make moves. What What I'd like to quickly do before we go into our our rumor mill segment is just well, no, we'll go to the rumor mill segment and then we'll go to fantasy trades, or, or we're going to review trades from you in the community. So if you've got trades, drop them in the comments below this. Is there any I'm gonna go around to each of you, is there any trades that's being spoken about that you're excited about at this stage that hasn't been confirmed? For me, Damo, it will be the Blake Acres trade. My hashtag sources say he's agreed to a three year three hundred and thirty K per year deal with the Blues. Blues are desperate for a wingman. He's essentially a better Jack Newes. I'm excited. I'm excited for him to come to the Blues, and uh, I know when when he was originally traded back to Perth, he didn't actually want to go. He wanted to stick around and stay in Melbourne. So excited! That's one that I'm excited about.
2: Yeah. So I believe the deal's three years for a million bucks. So yeah, about three hundred thirty k a year. Yeah, you could hear um, me
0: trying to work out that maths when I was when I was yep. talking.
2: Um, and and to to be honest, the, the Dockers haven't um ha- haven't lo- haven't made any you know allusions about the fact that they want um Neil Erasmus and Matthew Johnson to play more minutes in the in in the side next season so obviously David Mundy retiring makes room for one of them Blake Akers leaving makes room for the other and it makes perfect sense and they're not short of Wigman at the Dockers anymore with Ethan Hughes absolutely tearing it apart on the wing for for Peel in, in the later part of the season as as he learned that position um I don't know if I'm excited for him to leave, but I am happy no. with the scenario. Um, Luke Jackson to Fremantle seems to be a done deal as far as talking goes.
0: Yeah, well, is that is that the one that you're excited to see go down, Demo? Because I think that has ramifications across the league. As they say, it's going to be the one, the, the first domino to fall.
2: I'm, I'm excited to see how the trade plays out, and John Townsend, who's the lead sports ed- editor for the West Australian, was saying that both clubs have agreed in principle to what the trade will look like. Um, it's just a matter of whether that goes down on the first day
0: or in the last 17 minutes. <laughs> well, we know how these things go. Patch, is there anything you're excited to see?
1: I, the, I mean, there's talk about, you know, Luke Jackson's and the big fish moving around the world, but there's only one asset I love seeing on, during draft week. There's only one thing I love. There's one thing I love more than anything else. And that is the movement of the fabled future fourth round selection. And every time it comes through, I ring the bell, there's a big button on the wall that says break glass in case of emergency and I whack it and a big claxon goes off because somebody has traded a future fourth round pick, and there's nothing sweeter, gentlemen, nothing sweeter than just not even steak knives. It's just like, yeah, right, whatever, have him. Legally, you have to give us something back. So that's what it is. It's just... ah,
0: The ah. the best part of a trade period is where you get the graphic of where that... You know that one future fourth that's been traded like 25 times and it's gone to every club by the the end of it? That's what I want to see. One pick get to all 18 clubs at some point. That is my, that's my that dream. Is,
1: that's my heroine, really. Like I don't need anything else. It keeps me going for a whole year and then we get to this time of the year again and it's back.
0: Right. We're coming in at about, uh, what's that, 25, 26 minutes in. Next week episode gentlemen we'll go through the free agent pool and take a look at uh, potential supercoach ramifications but i think to wrap up this one this little tasty morsel an introduction to tradeo season 2022 we're going to all go through uh we've all gone and found a trade that has been posted by some beautiful beautiful minded genius on the internet we're going to dissect them all and uh and take a look who wants to begin? Who has one in front of them? You
2: guys are going to love this. He hasn't even been linked to Fremantle. But we Yet. always but we all know Rory Lobb is leaving, if you believe everyone that's talking about any trade ever. Mm-hmm. Well, what if Rory Lobb and Josh Dunkley was a straight swap? But because Rory Lobb is a key forward and you can't really find key forwards, the Dogs have to give the Dockers their, their first round pick as well.
0: So, so I'm gonna. Uh, hey, so on. So, so it's Rory Lobb for Josh Dunkley and a first round selection. Yeah,
2: so it's like Josh Dunkley in pick 12.
0: That's uh, an interesting one, Damn. Now, I mean, I can point out many flaws with it. Uh, one being <laughs> Rory Lobb is, uh, you know, okay to middling at best, whereas Josh Dunkley is good to very good. Um, and but twelve
2: But Lechdog, is... but leg Dog. Yeah, okay. Yep. Rory Lobby what is a, is a key at? forward who can ruck.
1: oh, grow... you didn't say he could ruck. No, that's true. They so don't grow me... on trees. I I'm just gonna hand you the check.
0: And there's a key position shortage in the league. He does wear sleeves as well, which actually mm. Actually might start to be swinging me around if I'm being honest with you. I was gonna mock this trade demo, but I'm starting to kinda of get a clearer picture and under, understand it.
1: Now, so let let me let me take it one step further. You get Aaron Norton in that forward line, you get Rui Lobb in that forward line, you get Josh Bruce in that forward line, all three key position forwards wearing sleeves like dog.
0: And Jamara Hugle well, Hagen. Well no, Jamari Uglehagen might be getting traded in my next trade, so this oh. might actually all end up working out. So oh, okay. I'm gonna put a pin on it. I think we come back to that one for a final confirmation because this this is going to affect the trade that I'm going to present. So we'll 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 navigate these two together, gentlemen. I am proposing via someone on Twitter that there could be a mega trade in the works, gentlemen. Oh, there could be a mega, mega trade. trade. In the works between Carlton and the Western Bulldogs. Okay. Rumors swirling that Harry Mackay, pre-agent, out of contract next year, looking for another home, and Sam Walsh as a sweetener could be heading out the door of Princess Park. In return, Tim English and Jamara Ugalhagen. So, Harry for Jamara straight swap. That makes perfect sense. Jamara, just a younger Harry, right? Shaw's up. He's on a cheaper contract. And then Sam Walsh for Tim English. Well, the Blues are desperate for a Ruckman, desperate for a true Ruckman. Um, English, one of the best in the business, can play below his knees and, if required, can go forward and and swap and exchange with TDK or Pitnet, whoever's in the team. I think it's a no-brainer because the Blues, as we know, are very deep in the midfield, very, very deep. So having Walsh, uh, I mean, if he can get you a Ruckman, I'd say why not?
1: Also, famously, they're gearing up for their their charge at the Premiership window in in four or five years from now, which is when those two players will probably be at their peak too. Certainly, you know, it's a long term play, and I can see I can see why they're committing to to you know to, to drawing it out, really bring the list along. It's not like it's it's challenging anytime soon.
0: What do you think, Damo? Because this one obviously would it be impacted by your one and, and vice versa? You said
2: something at at, at the beginning of the whole. Th- of the whole thing, and does it though? Does it really make sense? Does it really?
1: <laughs> so, how? What are the dogs? Dogs are being very active here. So the dogs are they gaining? We may as well rub.
0: make this a three teamer, right?
1: Yeah, we may as well. But, but so, so they're gaining. So as, as
2: as part of that deal, let's let's just say that let's just say the Dockers have entered and they send Acres to to, to yeah, cul- exactly. just, just to square exactly. it up a little
0: bit.
1: Yeah. So. Carlton receive and, and can I can may I also yeah. add future yeah. fourth? Yes, of course. Ring the bell.
0: Carlton will receive ding, 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 Blake ding, Acres, ding, ding, ding. Tim English, Jamara Uglehagen, and a future fourth round selection. Ding, ding, Doesn't ding, really ding. matter whose. Bulldogs receive Sam Walsh, Harry Mackay, Rory Lobb, Fremantle receive pick twelve, Josh Dunkley. Yeah, pick twelve and Josh Dunkley. I actually think.
1: <laughs> don't don't do it.
2: <laughs> are you actually are you actually feeling like this might be a good
0: trade? <laughs> I think I think if you didn't consider salaries and players' personalities and the fact that something like this could never happen, like if you put this in a trade in a trade machine on in two K or something like that, it it might let you do it.
1: I can see this being done in a fantasy league.
0: Yeah, it's a fantasy trade, isn't it? It's a fantasy trade.
1: I hate it with every fiber of my being.
0: (laughs) All right, so I think we're going to collectively say no to both of those trades, gentlemen. Who
2: says no? All of us.
0: Yeah. Who says no from that? I. The only team that doesn't say no from that is Fremantle. (laughs) Like Fremantle come out way on top on that one. The Bulldogs or the Bulldogs or the Bulldogs. Bulldogs might say yes as well. I feel like Carlton says no. Walsh for Dunkley. Carlton get eight. Oh, oh, gee whiz! Maybe it, no. <laughs> you, stop We're it. We're calling this one a winner. Stop. We're calling this one a winner. Ding, 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 ding. We have a wiener. All right, Patch. Now All it's right. your turn. Send so, us with uh, the best uh, trade you could find.
1: As someone who doesn't delve into any, like, not a big footy reader, don't go into into Facebook groups with, uh, you know, with supporters and nuffies. Uh, you wasted 25 minutes of my life that I will never get back is what I thought until I found this wonderful trade under a discussion about Aaron Francis. So I'm going to read this comment in reverse order because it's funnier that way. All right, get the deal done. Nothing more, nothing less. We either go to Adelaide in a three-way deal that ceases get Isaac Rankin, or we trade him to Port Adelaide for Zach Butters and their first round pick. So,
0: so it's either Isaac Rankin yep. via Gold Coast yep. somehow, or via Adelaide, or or if you're settling, it's Zach Butters and a first round pick.
1: Correct. Which, yes. if
0: it's their first round pick, is like what? What's that? Like pick six? Something like that?
1: Uh, uh but it's it'd be about that. Yeah. For, um, after,
0: for, for out of contact, Aaron Francis, who well, got dropped. S- s-
1: well, Several out of con- times
0: from the VFL team,
1: Aaron Francis, who was pick six. So straight swap there for pick six. And we've put how many years of development into him? Four or five years. That's worth a Zach butters in my books. Zach butters have three years for, of development.
0: I'd argue switching him bi-weekly from which position or which end of the ground he, he plays at wouldn't constitute development.
1: It's extreme development. He can play at both ends. go. <laughs> is capable was a guy
0: who was legitimately dropped from the VFL side at times this year.
2: I uh, some of these trades it's just it's just we're, it's just some people must have minds that that are too complicated, even even for us.
0: Galaxy brands.
1: I, I don't want to dox this person, but it was a. Oh no, I'll I'll be will use pseudonyms. So it was an A. Dodoro. No, that's too obvious. No, Adrian D. <laughs> proposed this trade in the Essendon supporters group on Facebook. Um, and I think I think they've got a point. Really, I, well, rec- I reckon that if you're listening
0: at home, I think this will be. Are a very regular piece on the podcast. So if you come across a trade that you've that you legitimately cannot believe, we want to see it and we want to break it down. Post it in the comments, tweet it at us, screenshot it, send it to us. We want to break these down. We want to give them the time of day because these people took time to come up with these trades and we want to spend time helping educate them, or in the case well, of the first two trades, working out why they're good deals for everyone hey, involved.
1: No. I'd like to give a, a shout-out to Gary Buchananara, who uh, who nearly got himself the, the position on this on, on this segment, uh, just for his analysis of, uh, of Essendon being good enough to be top four next year and having 16 A-graders on its list. Hmm. Well done, Gary. All
0: right, gentlemen, I think that's all the time we have for, but uh, we haven't exactly landed on a release schedule for this. There'll be at least one a week, but I dare say when official deals start to roll in, it'll be far more regular. Good luck to everyone whose team is still in the AFL finals at the moment. And thank you once again to Manscaped for sponsoring Tradio. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code jock, J-O-C-K at manscaped.com. Patch, thank you Back for dog. joining me.
1: Thank you for for me joining you.
0: Damo, thank you as always for being an integral Integral, integral part, um, designing the artwork and basically getting me off my ass and making sure I do stuff. It was good to be here. Right. And let us know, by the way, for those listening, who you want to see us get on the pod. If you've got any uh, people in the podcast realm you want as special guests, people who know their teams better than anyone, let us know. We're always open to suggestions. And demo people need to tune into Around the Wicket. Episode two is still pending
2: because we're waiting for the season to become closer, but yes, Around the Wicket, yeah, brand new cricket podcast uh, revolving around the Supercoach realm and the T20 part of that. Episode two coming soon.
0: Fantastic, gentlemen. Go Adrian.
1: Hey. Adrian.
0: Go Dockers.